you have the chance to win a Spring Super Sweeps from LAist. Donate $60 for one entry to win a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Check out all the other prizes too when you donate now at LAist.com sweeps. I'm Tracy Thomas, host of One for the Books, a live literary event series from LAist. We are back with guests, author Amanda Montel and actor Bella Lavelle. You can find us on May 15th at the Crawford Family Forum. Tickets at LAist.com events. LAS Studios. Today on the LA Report. LA County landlords have one last day to apply for pandemic rent relief. How a local man's pursuit of a life-saving treatment is tied up in visa denials. And the governor has unveiled his state spending plan. We'll tell you what that may mean for local education. You could see continued problems that trickle down to school districts. Good morning. It's Thursday, January 11th. I'm Julia Paskin, in for Suzanne Watley, and you're listening to the L.A. Report from LAist 89.3. Let's start with your forecast because we have some serious winds in store. A cold front has made its way into town, bringing with it strong winds and some snow today. Meteorologist Andrew Rourke with the National Weather Service says high wind warnings have been issued for the L.A. and Ventura County mountains until noon today. Warning level winds in the mountains in Santa Clarita Valley from uh, 60 to 70 miles per hour will be common. Um, below the mountains and in most of the valleys and coasts, advisory level winds of 35 to 45 miles per hour will also be common. He says high winds will start to taper off by this afternoon. Also be careful traveling through the grapevine on the 5 as snow and light rain are expected. Governor Gavin Newsom has announced a $291 billion state spending plan with a $38 billion deficit that is much lower than $68 billion budget hole predicted by the Legislative Analyst's Office last month. Part of the proposal includes drawing $13 billion from the state's reserves to patch those holes. Newsom is also proposing about $8.5 billion in cuts, nearly $3 billion of which would come from climate programs. Newsom's plans to tap savings does mean shielding schools from most cuts. Elliot senior K-12 education reporter Mariana Dale has details. California schools can expect to see about the same amount of money per student as last year, and education funding overall is increasing slightly. For example, the proposal continues investments in universal school meals, after-school care, and expanding transitional kindergarten. Newsom plans to offset the budget deficit in part by spending $5.7 billion from the Education Rainy Day Fund. But California Budget and Policy Center analyst Jonathan Kaplan says that rollbacks in other areas, such as housing and CalWORKs, can still have an impact on students and their families. Without sustained effort in those areas, you could see continued problems uh, for issues around chronic absenteeism that trickle down to school districts. Almost a third of LA Unified students missed a month of school or more last year. Newsom also proposed making it easier for schools to add makeup days and remote learning. But nothing in the budget is settled yet. Politico's Lara Court reminds us that the budget won't be final until summer. This is all going to be the subject of tense negotiations between the administration, the assembly, the Senate, and of course, the special interest groups. Coming up, the last chance for L.A. County landlords to get help with back rent from the pandemic. 
The LAS Spring Super Sweeps is happening now. You can win amazing prizes while supporting your source for local fact-based journalism. One lucky grand prize winner will get to choose a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Other prizes include an electric bike from Juice Bikes and $1,000 gas gift cards. Your donation of $60 gets you one entry to win. And the more you give, the more entries you get. Donate now at LAS.com slash sweeps. LAist has a new live event series with the James Beard Foundation. We Are Where We Eat will go behind the scenes of some of your favorite L.A. restaurants to find out how and why they do what they do. I'm Austin Cross. Join me for the first event where we'll explore how restaurants help make a neighborhood and we'll all have something delicious to eat afterwards. It's May 22nd at the Crawford. Get your tickets now at LAist.com events. Back now to the L.A. report. Tomorrow is the deadline for L.A. landlords to apply for rent relief through a new county program designed to clear remaining COVID rent debts. L.A.'s housing reporter David Wagner has details. Many tenants are still in debt because they couldn't pay rent during the pandemic. Friday is the last day for their landlords to apply for up to $30,000 through L.A. County's rent relief program. That money can be used to clear unpaid rent as far back as April 2022. County officials say small landlords, those with four housing units or less, will be first in line for help. Landlords in the city of L.A. can't apply because the city has its own separate rent relief program. Tenants also cannot apply, but they can refer the program to their landlords through the county's website, lacountyrentrelief.com. For LAist 89.3, I'm David Wagner. We have an update on an L.A. man that L.A.ist has been reporting on who is battling an aggressive blood cancer. Arthur Yu has a cousin in the Philippines who wants to donate stem cells, but the U.S. will not let him in. L.A.ist's Josie Huang shares the latest. The cousin's request for a visa was rejected in late December. The reason given? The cousin had not provided enough proof that he'd returned to the Philippines after donating stem cells to Yu. The cousin appealed that decision this week, but Yu says that appeal has been denied. Yu shares his plight with other patients from immigrant families whose ideal donors are in countries where nationals need visas to enter the U.S. But other suitable, unrelated donors in the U.S. may be out there. To learn how to become a donor, visit LAist.com. For LAist 89.3, I'm Josie Huang. And finally, the California Science Center has moved a massive, bright orange space shuttle tank into its new position. The 6,500-pound fuel tank will be part of the upcoming Samuel Ocean Air and Space Center. Larry Clark is a retired space shuttle engineer who's been working on the Endeavor's Go for Stack mission. He says he's most looking forward to crossing the finish line. And bringing my six grandchildren here to see the space shuttle stacked. And like I did so many times, at the Kennedy Space Center throughout my career. Later this month, the Endeavor will join the tank for the reset of the stack. The museum is expected to finish building the new center over the next few years. Thanks for listening to the LA Report. You can read more at LAS.com.
LASTradio.com or listen live anytime on the LAist app or on the radio at 89.3 FM. This AM edition is hosted and produced by me, Julia Paskin. I'm in for Suzanne Watley, and thanks to assistance from producer Tyler Wayne. Our engineer is Federico Garcia Rodriguez. Catherine Mailhouse is the director of content development. LAist's executive editor is Megan Garvey. Original music by Scott Kelly. Check back here at 4 for the PM edition. Listeners like you help make the LA Report possible. Please donate at laist.com slash join. And the LA Report is supported by Gordon and Donna Crawford, who believe quality journalism makes Southern California a better place to live. Hi, I'm Tracy Thomas, host of One for the Books, and we are back for another round. This is clearly an NPR audience. (laughs) I think they're so smart. What the hell? My guests this time are actor Vela Lavelle and author Amanda Montel, whose new book, The Age of Magical Overthinking, is out now. Join us on May 15th at the Crawford Family Forum for book talk, trivia, and hot takes. Tickets can be found at laist.com slash events.